Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Fire goes back door for a layup and got a dunk on it. They set it up perfectly. 94-90. Interception on the play by Hampton. There's your ball game. And the Warriors in a game they had to win. Have a fourth quarter to forget. Yes, yes, yes. Warriors wrap up. 95-7 the game. Allen Styles filling in for Matt Kolsky. First time doing the Warriors wrap-up, and, and I can't lie to you, this is, it's a rough night to start this based on what we just watched. I don't even need to tell anybody what's going on right now. 888-957-9570. The, the text line is a complete mess. I'm sure the call lines will be as well. The Warriors just unable to get out of their own way. Once again, losing to the Magic, and you can say whatever you want about the Magic, what they've been able to do defensively, losing 90-94 to 94, just in a in a weird, I don't, I don't want to say weird because I feel like that lets them off the hook. It was just a bad game. Sluggish, any type of adjective you want to use for them that is not the most positive adjective. That's exactly what is going on with the Warriors, went, what went on with them tonight. You get... 38 points in the first half, and it doesn't matter how good the Magic seem to be or have played defensively. 38 in the first half, even without Steph, just can't happen. You get 36 in the third, so you have the the prototypical Warriors third quarter, but then after that, you, you regress back to what you were doing in that first quarter. So some of the numbers here, Draymond Green, two points, a minus eight, and there's plenty of blame to go around. I know that we all understand what Draymond brings to the table and how it's not necessarily only about, or it's not a, about his offense as far as shooting the basketball, but I just can't necessarily sit there and let two points slide when you understand. I think one thing that we've wanted from Draymond is to, hey, maybe on nights where there is no Steph or you're, you're feeling like you need an offensive punch from somewhere, can you find it anywhere? And he has been unable to do so that's not his thing I get it but I don't know who, who to be more upset with you have 
Andrew Wiggins, a quiet 13 points, a minus seven. Okay, we're not Kevon Looney, five points. We we understand what Kevon does for this team. Clay Thompson, 15, but you know, again, another volume shooting night. And you have Jordan Poole, who, yes, he dropped 26 points, but he was a minus seven, too. So 888-957-9570. How are you feeling right now? I mean, I, I guess we've done the panic meter thing so many times. Where is it for you right now? Because it's so interesting to me how a team, and I get it, we haven't seen everybody play together. And who knows when that's going to happen at this point. But the highest of highs and the lowest of lows that this team shows, I just think is something that I I can't really necessarily believe them in that way. We have days where we see them play up to championship caliber. And I get it. No Steph. (laughs) And that is a tall order to do anything without Steph. But it's also not going to get any easier. This was the game that you were supposed to get when you do the quote-unquote on-paper stuff. This was the game that you were supposed to get, and you can't do that. Now you have a back-to-back with Miami, and you got to probably figure that Clay's not going to play. I don't know where that offense comes from. The Atlanta Hawks on Friday. You have the Wizards on Sunday. You have the Grizzlies on Monday. So this is not going to get any easier for the Warriors. And when you're just watching them play, I'm tired of the of the same things that we've been saying about this Warrior team when they don't show up. Oh, they just need to get more active. They've been a little sluggish. You know, they, they need to understand that they have to play a certain way day in and day out. When are they going to start learning? When are they going to start learning? And I get it. Kaminga, a rookie, he, he's, he's been playing – Pretty darn well, okay? But but he's still a rookie, and you're gonna have rookie mistakes come from time to time. You should be able, you should be able to to get through that. But you cannot get through Clay Thompson's foul, right? Draymond goes to help. Mo Bamba makes that three when the help probably wasn't necessary. Those are two veterans, and you continue to make these mistakes. And we all knew when when Clay got up in the air. I mean, he's 30 feet from the basket. If it goes in, it goes in. But now you put him at the free throw line. And now you 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 feel like maybe, okay, maybe he'll miss one. Doesn't miss any. They still had a chance after that. But again, the Warriors right now, I know, no step. They just can't get out of their own way. Let's talk to Kevin in Richmond. He wants to talk about how the dubs just aren't efficient right now. What's up, Kevin? Hey, great show. You're doing a good Great way to fire us up. You know, Clay, Clay took a lot of shots tonight. It was not going to help us. We don't have we don't have the mojo going right now. Steph is out. We're losing games to to Orlando and San Antonio. I think it's obvious that the season is uh, is going to it. And, and it seems like the other teams, those three other three teams behind us, are going to catch us in the standings. I, all year I've been worried about the Lakers because I was like LeBron. LeBron, if we play LeBron in the playoffs, man, that's that's, that's going to be brutal. I don't want to see none of the Lakers. I don't want to see no LeBron. I don't want. And you know what we got really watch out for is the Mavericks and Jason Kidd. Right now, it's looking like we should have taken Lamelo. We messed up right there. Look at the the draft the year before that. They had John Morant. We got nothing. We got we got Weissman with a bum knee. He's not coming back. If we had Lamelo, he could run the point with Jordan Poole, Kaminga. If we'd be styling, we'd have a second team. We wouldn't even really need Clay or Dre all that much. I, thank you for the call, Kevin. And look, I, I think the whole thing about the Wiseman thing is 
regardless of what he ends up being, we know the stories about Embiid. We know the stories about a lot of these big men that they do get off to a slower start than a lot of these guards. But the bottom line is this, when it comes to Wiseman, in my opinion, is there going to be any type of overlap between Wiseman and, and Steph and this core three? Because that is basically what we're, what we're curious about, right? Whether you got LaMelo or you didn't, yes, he is literally playing right now and James Wiseman is not. But what is, is there gonna, are we going to see anything that we were hoping to see and why people were a little upset with the pick because he isn't necessarily ready to play right now. And I mean that in the sense of not injury, just, you know, he, he's still a young guy in this league. So what, what is that overlap going to look like? But we do know this, regardless of what coulda, woulda, shoulda happened, they don't have him right now, and they don't have LaMelo right now. So as far as who is on the floor for them, these are the guys that need to step up. And Andrew Wiggins, I know, all-star starter, great season, but for how well he played in the first half, he is just, I don't know if regress is the right word, but he is just not showing up in the spots where you need him to show up. Look, a while back before the All-Star break, I went to that Nuggets game, right, when they lost that game uh, on the the, the 3-2-1, the buzzer beater shot. And Andrew Wiggins, I believe, maybe had nine points in that game. And they're just situations where whenever you need him to step up and, and have that mentality, it just he just doesn't seem to have it. And that's not necessarily a knock on him, but at the same time, what can you expect from him moving forward? This is the playoffs. Kevin was talking about the Lakers. I don't know that there's a Western Conference team that the Warriors haven't lost to. So I'm not just worried about the Lakers. I'm worried about all of them. I'm worried about all the teams that the Warriors possibly could face going into the playoffs. You know you know about the Suns. You know about the Grizzlies. You know about the Jazz. But I've called the Grizzlies. I've called the Mavericks Grizzlies light. They play, they play the Warriors really tough as well. The, the Timberwolves can't sleep on them this year. The Nuggets, what do they have going on? They got Jokic going on. They might even have Jamal Murray going on. Who knows about that? So there is, for as good as the Warriors have looked, and I know we can't say it enough, there is no Steph Curry. But let's be honest, we've seen some bad games with Steph Curry. I know at that time they didn't have Draymond. But now what are we thinking? Okay, well, we're going to be 100% going into the playoffs and everything's going to be okay. I just you can't live like that. You can't live like that. Let's read some text. Let's read some text messages off. 888-957-9570 if you want to get into the conversation. 707. Slow start again. Slow start for pool. We need 30 out of pool every game to have a chance to win. And that's probably not that's probably not fair to pool. That's probably not fair to pool, but especially, and I don't know if this text are meant with Steph in or without Steph in, but it kind of feels like you need them either way, right? You, you, you need them either way. 5-4-1 chiming in. This team doesn't look like the team that started the season. It looks like we are going to be swept in the first series. I guess the question is, to a statement like that, will the real Golden State Warriors please stand up, right? Who is it? Because maybe it's not necessarily that they played too well at the beginning or they're not playing good enough. Maybe they're just somewhere in the middle. Maybe they're just somewhere in the middle, and that's okay. And now that they have this record that they do have, the expectations have changed. But at the same time, when you looked at this roster at the beginning of the season, nobody wanted to say they'd be in 
third, second place, let alone first place. I was seeing a lot of fifth place. So I get that it's hard to to understand where they should be or think where could they be. But at the same time, you don't have a lot. You haven't had the whole collection of your team all season long. That's the one thing that Warriors fans can hold into. That's what that's what I said going into this. We're going to need to find some positive, and that's the one positive. Let's go to Robin in San Francisco. Robin wants to talk about managing expectations for the Golden State Warriors. Well, I think I've talked to you before, and I've never felt they were a championship team. I think I've said that four through eight, because if you look at the improvement of the roster from last year to this year, it's not much. They only added two pieces, and they're they're dealing with financial constraints. So these people who come on talking about we needed to draft LaMelo and this and that, they got James Wiseman out of positional fit because they needed a wing because they're operating from the bottom. I mean, I mean, I mean, they went. They won a five-year run. They had no draft picks. They lost wings. They lost playmakers. They lost facilitators. So they got Wiggins the best they could because they're they're working with financial constraints. They got Wiggins. They got the big man in in Wiseman. Although you know, you know my feelings about him, I'm not that great on. But so you know, all this uh, Lamelo and this, this and that. I mean. That's high side 2022. We're, uh, We're past all that. Mm-hmm. So college calling and talking about that crap just really needs to let it go. The thing I want to say is that Clay, nobody wants to blame Clay because they're going to blame Wiggins. Clay needs to stop taking all those shots because when he does, it slows down the offense. The ball stops moving. And he is the elephant in the room that nobody wants to, like, to put into the mix. Um, because there's a lot of things going on. But that's the biggest sore thumb to me that stands out. Peace out. Thank you, Robin, for the call. And I I agree. I agree with a lot of what Robin just said because, look, we did not expect, or I don't know who expected the Warriors to to walk in here and they were just going to get handed you know, the, the championship trophy. I don't think anybody necessarily thought that, right? They're just going to go to the finals. But the expect when when – Things change, expectations change, and now nobody remembers that they were prob- they were picked to be a fifth seat at the beginning of the season. So nobody remembers that, but because they got off to a hot start, now everybody feels like, well, what's going on? Well, maybe who they were at the beginning of the season isn't really who they are. Maybe, maybe. I, that's not that. That's not what we hope for the Warriors and for what they have going forward, maybe they do get James Wiseman back and they get Steph back and you finally see them at full strength and see what they're able to do. But at the same time, we have to see it to actually believe it, right? So 925 chiming in, what's up with Iguodala? Is he coming back at any point? Could be a nice glue piece. I think the plan has always been when the playoffs start, Iggy will get in there, right? So I I, I believe that is what the Warriors are hopeful or of and which – that's why they're not rushing him in any in any case. But I would just say that we can't keep saying, okay, well, once they, the Warriors get this person back or that person back, because as we've seen with this team, not just this season, for the last couple of seasons with what, with what Clay has dealt with and other players, you, you can't count your chickens before they're hatched. So let's go to actor Dave and San, and San Leandro. Actor Dave trying to cool everybody off, saying everyone is overreacting. Yeah, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we got gotcha. you. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks for our first-time caller. Uh, I've listening all the time. 
Uh, thanks so much for taking me. Yeah, I, I really do feel like it's a little bit too much overreaction. I mean, look, we're not looking good. It's more than frustrating. This was a game we should have had. Um, you know, you made, a, you made a point out we're not the team we were at the beginning of the season. That's definitely true. I feel like if we're able to, we need to get – well, first we got to get healthy. Hopefully we can do that by playoff time. I know that's only, what, nine games left? Only nine games left, I think. So hopefully we can do that by playoff time. If we're healthy and we're able to run our offense where we're, we're supposed to run our offense, no more of this ball sticking. The, the gal before, she had a great call. I thought just they got to move the ball, make cuts, and, and, and get better shots. They're, making, they're missing a ton of threes. I mean, I know live by the three, die by the three, but it's been a little bit much, and they just were not ready at all tonight. Hopefully they come back and have a little bit of a bounce back, at least a better performance tomorrow night. So. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think, again, we don't know, but I believe they were trying to keep Clay away from the back-to-back, so now you don't have Clay tomorrow, tomorrow against a Miami Heat team who we know how physical they are. So that's a situation where, again, this isn't going to get – any easier so we've been talking a lot about Wiggins we've been talking a lot about everybody and there's a whole bunch of blame to go around let's hear from Steve Kerr on Wiggins performance and how he liked him getting to the rim well I liked his aggression uh, to start the game you know he attacked the rim three or four times we need we need more and more of that and uh, he's just got to trust that uh, the more he does that um the more chance he has to, to score and draw fouls and get into a rhythm at the foul line. And so he's just got to, uh, he's got to be aggressive. And uh, I thought there were times tonight when he was, which was a good sign. And I think um, he made a huge shot down, down the stretch. Um, but uh, then we gave up the corner three at the other end, but um, you know, I have, I have faith in Wiggs. I think he's going to uh, get this thing turned around and, uh, and have a strong final 10 games. I really do. That's all you can think at that point, right? All you can do is try to be as optimistic as possible. Everybody who's ever shot a free throw, and I get it, we we don't get paid millions of dollars, but it's 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 very mental for me, right? Wiggins, I believe, is somewhere in the mid-70s for his career when it comes to free throw shooting, so he's really having a tough time, and I don't know if this phrase gets used a lot for for basketball but in baseball when you can't throw the the baseball or whatever the case is it's called the yips so clearly Andrew Wiggins seems to have the yips from the foul line and that is why Steve Kerr is talking about getting to the cup more because you can tell when you don't they've, they've said it about LeBron before when you are afraid to shoot free throws then now you're settling for shots outside shots because you don't want to go to the line so I, I know it's hard to find some positives But I do want to find one because he's another guy who I call him, you know, just a classic shot maker. And what he's been able to do rebounding wise has been something I don't think anybody necessarily saw coming. But Otto Porter Jr. with a nice double double and it it, it stinks that it does come in a loss. But you're going to need it again. I think what we're seeing from a lot of these guys when you are trying to mix and match different players because of injuries, having one game that you play well in, it's just not enough, right? It's not necessarily enough. And and I'm not saying that Otto Porter Jr. needs to have a double-double every game. That would be nice. But you can't sit there and say, well, Otto Porter Jr. played well today, right? 
if he doesn't show up tomorrow, that's okay. None of that is okay anymore. None of that is okay. I feel like we did that a lot with Wiggins at the beginning of the season, right? Well, he had this really good game where he dunked all over the Timberwolves, and now he's good. And I know in the first half he did play better, but you can't continue to say, I guess in a way, take days off. You need everybody on deck every single day. And Draymond sitting here saying, we'll be a championship team either way. You got time to figure it out, but you are running out of time. Now, trying to continue to be positive, let's go to the shot of the game. The shot of the game is presented by the County of Santa Clara. Draymond pushing tempo, gets it over to Poole. He takes it from 28. He checked free. Jordan Poole, timeout Orlando. Poole makes it 69, 61, 315 to go in the third. That was the shot of the game presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or call 211. We can always find positive somewhere. We can always find positive somewhere. Is it enough? Probably not. The text line, Warriors will be a fourth or fifth seed. The only team that's above them that is worrisome is Memphis. Dubs own the rest of the West. That is optimistic. That is very optimistic, and I understand why everybody is optimistic because we've seen the Warriors do it before, but there's a couple different guys that are now in the West that weren't in the West when the Warriors were cooking back in the day, and if they were with the Warriors when they were cooking back in the day, uh, they didn't have Kevin Durant, right? Uh, having Kevin Durant was a, was a different thing. Now you don't have Kevin Durant, but you do have Clay back, right? But Ja Morant's a guy. Luka is a guy. Jokic is a guy. These are, these are players that are continuing to get better, are continuing to play with more confidence. And I think the tough thing that I don't know that anybody wants to necessarily say out loud is I don't know how scared anybody is for the Warriors right now. I don't know who's really afraid to play the Warriors, and that doesn't mean they don't respect them. That doesn't mean they didn't love seeing Clay come back and love watching what Steph is doing. But is anybody necessarily scared of them, like 2014, 2015, and obviously when they got KD? And I just think that answer is no. When John Morant isn't afraid of anybody, right? And I, I, don't, think, I don't think any of these guys are. Just think, I don't know if it's going to happen, but the Nuggets get Jamal Murray back. You know he's not scared. Luca not scared at all, and that's why, to me, we can't sleep on these regular season losses because all that does is give these teams confidence. It's not like the playoffs are some you – know, the Warriors, they had to – this core three, they had to win their first, their, their first championship. Nobody thought they could do it, a jump-shooting team. Nobody thought they could do it, but they did. So now everybody sees them as a, a version of the blueprint. At, one, at some point, you're going to feel like this is our time, and I feel like a lot of these teams in the West – Feel like this is their time. Let's go to Johnson in the city. Johnson wants to talk about Andrew Wiggins' game. What's up, Johnson? Uh, thank you, Alan Styles. Like the show. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about Wiggins. It, this is it. Almost seems like this is his first game trying to attack in the paint. And I was like, Steve Kerr should have been trying to develop this inside game with Wiggins since last year. And it's because Wiggins was kind of hot early in the season. It's because he was really hitting his threes. And it almost seems like Kerr didn't want to develop his inside game. And then when he starts to get cold on the out threes, 
he seems a little confused. It doesn't have a go-to move like John Morant. I mean, it's just, it seems like Spencer Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie has a better inside move than than uh, Wiggins. I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts. Thanks. Well, I think it is really interesting because when you look – and thank you for the call, Johnson. I do think it's really interesting because – when Wiggins is going, he actually can make every shot in the book. He really he can be a bucket getter. But what, again, he is this is basically a a a version of this team. His high and I wouldn't necessarily say that because I don't his lows haven't been as low as we've seen with this team, but his highs when he's rolling, it looks great and you think to yourself how could he not play like this every game? And then when he gets ice cold and and to that point, not really making the shots from three, and he doesn't really want to go into the hole anymore, and now he has to go into the hole more because he hasn't been making his shots. Now he's at the free throw line, and now everything is kind of cracking the way he he doesn't want it to. That is the issue that is going on for Andrew Wiggins. But when he is rolling, as we've seen, all-star starter. All-star starter, he's having a great season, but if the Warriors can't get Andrew Wiggins on track, I just don't know what's going to happen next. But what I, what I do know is going to happen next, we will be back after the break. Warriors wrap-up to talk more about the Warriors and what they got going on. This is Alan Styles filling in for Matt Kolsky, 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Chest pass to Bob, a good pump. They got Porter Jr. off his feet. That Porter Jr. recovers and blocked it away from behind. Here come the Warriors. Poole dribbles in, shoveled out to Porter Jr. His three ball. That's good. The Warriors have taken the lead in the magic call time. 55 52. And you can hear an audible roar here at Amway Center as the Warriors have a number of fans in the building. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors Wrap-Up, 95.7 The Game. Alan Styles filling in for Matt Kolsky. And look, I told you, if you were listening before the break, I told you we're going to do our best to find some type of positive from this game. They're not, they're not a ton to find, but we're trying our best. We're trying our best. Before... We, 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 we went to break. We were just talking about everything that the Warriors have or don't have going on right now. And the text line is on fire. The, the panic meter is, is very high. A couple calls earlier talked about how 
we don't want to overreact. But the 925 is chiming in, and I'm kind of in the 925's camp after how many times is it no longer overreacting, though? This is a trend at this point. And I believe what I feel the trend is is just ultimately this team just is going to have a stinker more often than you would like them to have a stinker, number one. And number two, they do not seem to have the firepower they, ha- they didn't have it when it when Steph was playing and they were losing it. Draymond was out. Well, they didn't have it in that way. And now Draymond's playing and they're not playing great without Steph. Well, they don't have it in the other way. So how much of that is the fact that they haven't been healthy at this point? What else do we say to that, right? We can't just sit there and continue to say, well, they're not healthy. So uh, these games still count and these losses still count and they've been counting all season. And I just feel like when I look at this team, they've just been way too many games that they had no business losing that they did lose. I think that's ultimately what I think scares me the most as far as believing that this team is going to just slide in here and win a championship. The other teams that we saw, whether they had KD or whether they – even before KD, they would have games where they didn't show up. I, you know, they would always they would go to Denver, they would go to Utah, and just have a bad game, right? But they had that stretch for such a long time where they didn't lose two games in a row, and that's why I feel like is it time to think about you know the fact that this team isn't the 2014, 2015, 2015, 2016 team, and it's okay to say that everybody ages they've dealt with injuries right so now what do we believe the expectation should be I I think that's the question if we're keeping in mind the fact that the Warriors probably supposed to finish fifth somewhere like that that's where they were picked nobody necessarily saw them just coming up and and doing what they did I believe you know Nash a lot of national media and when you did see the Warriors get to that hot start that changed a bit and that changed not just for the media for the fans as well but let's not forget what we thought the Warriors were going to be we didn't know what Clay was going to be we didn't know what James Wiseman was going to be we didn't know we we felt like we knew what Clay or what Steph was going to be but there were I said this at the beginning of the season right I said that the Warriors are very talented and their ceiling is extremely high but compared to other teams they have the most ifs if Clay comes back and is who Clay typically is, if James Wiseman is healthy, if Steph Curry continues to play at the clip that he always plays. And I just felt like every team has ifs, but this Warriors team had far too many if Jordan Poole takes the next step. He does, he does seem like he took the next step. There are also ifs that nobody even thought about. Nobody thought that Jonathan Kaminga would necessarily be this this quickly, and the fact that it's still not enough, and now you have to throw in, well, if again, if Andrew Wiggins at the beginning of the season, well, if he could play all-star caliber, then that's great. But now it's if he can continue. And I don't think that all those things put together is the best recipe, right, to, to sit there and believe that they are, I guess, an easy championship caliber. Nobody's saying that they can't win one. That's not not saying that they can't, but this idea that it's going to be easy or at, at, at one point when they were rolling at the beginning of the season that it would be easy, I just think that I believe everybody probably jumped jumped up a little bit and got a little too happy too soon, and now we're seeing, okay, this team is – maybe closer to what people thought they were at the beginning of the season, going into the season than what 
we saw at the very, very beginning of the season. I do want to get into some sound because Draymond Green, as we all know, he loves to talk. And as somebody else who loves to talk, I believe that I can say that as well. But Draymond had something to say about being more physical and losing to the Magic, who I'm going to say it nicer than he did, are not very good. You get to these games and we're losing a lot of fourth quarters. Like, not really losing the whole game. We're losing a lot of fourth quarters. And that's execution. But in order to execute, it requires a certain level of physicality. And we're not meeting that. No disrespect to Orlando Magic, but that's one of the worst teams in the league. We can't match that with them. So if you can't match that with them, you're definitely not going to do it against a great team. And so I wouldn't necessarily say it's concern, but that's what's happening. I don't doubt that we can fix it, but if we're going to win some games, it got to be fixed. It was all good just a week ago. Maybe it was a little bit more than a week ago, but, you know, Draymond talking about how it doesn't really matter what seed they are, they could win the championship. And I don't think anybody necessarily doubts that. But now you have this happen. And obviously he said that when when Steph was playing. And now look at us. And now now look at where they currently are. So I don't think Draymond is is wrong in that way. I, I, I don't, anybody could look at anybody could look at the record and and say, well, they're 20 and 53. Like let's think about that. They're 10 and 26, the Magic are, and 20 and 53. And the Warriors just lost to them. They just lost to them with Jordan Poole scoring 26, with Clay scoring 15. I know it's probably not not as pretty as a number as you know it kind of sounds, but you also had Otto Porter Jr. with a double-double. You also had Jonathan Kaminga a plus seven with 14 points. And I get it, you're missing people, right? Gary P- GP2 trying to come back, all those types of things. Everybody is always going to get on Chioza for whatever Chioza does or doesn't do. How about Bielitsa, right? And, and, and a little bit of that regression that we've seen. He's a guy who maybe you can help us as we're waiting for Wiseman to get back. He had one point today. He, he only played 14 minutes, but he had one point today. And I don't know at this point when I'm looking at Bielitsa, obviously we'd be hoping that James Wiseman would be back by now. When you get into that rotation, I, I just – not sure how much you can expect out of him. I don't even know if he's going to be in the playoff rotation based based on what we've seen from him these last couple days. You got Damian Lee with a plus four with zero points, right? He only played 16 minutes. We already talked about Otto Porter Jr. So the bench guys, and I don't know how much you can always expect from the bench guys, they had 29 points, 29 points, which isn't terrible, terrible, but... It should be enough, or I don't know if, if the belief should be they should be able to do more against the Magic, or should we continue to hold the starters' feet to the fire? Draymond, we understand what you do and what you don't do offensively, but you had two points and a minus eight. Andrew Wiggins, 13 points and a minus seven. Jordan Poole, even though he had 26 points, another minus seven. So I just think that the fan base, or a lot of the fan base, is a little confusing, right? A, a little... Uh, a little confusing in in the sense of what should we expect moving forward. The 816 is chiming in. The funniest thing in sports is when someone says no disrespect and immediately disrespects them. And and I I get it. I get it. So he says what he says. I don't know if he's trying to fire them up. I I, I don't think that I don't think the magic are sitting there like, yeah, we are pretty terrible, but 
you know, the, the records are the records. 510 chiming in. Bielitsa is a vet minimum dude. Don't blame him. Blame the stars and the coach. I got to blame everybody, though. I, I feel like at the beginning of this show, I said there's enough blame to go around. And I do believe that there is enough blame to go around. So I'm not saying, no, I am not saying the championship hopes of the Warriors rest on Bielitsa. But what I am saying is this. Somebody, multiple people have to step up. Otto Porter Jr. did today. Kaminga did today. That still wasn't enough. So, I mean, we can, we've already established that Andrew Wiggins has not been who the Warriors are going to need him to be moving forward. And if he continues to play like this, even with Steph back, I do not see the Warriors winning a championship. I just think you need more. I just think you need more. You need that third score. Well, I guess we're even asking him to just be a fourth score, right? Because you got Klay Thompson, and we, we, we do need more from Klay Thompson as well. You got Klay Thompson, you got Steph, you got Jordan Poole, you need Andrew Wiggins. You need Andrew Wiggins to be able to make buckets. You need Klay to be able to make buckets. You need everything, and I and I feel like another way to put this is that the Warriors this year, as opposed to other years when they were championship cal- caliber, it's just very small room for error. One person has an off night that could be a loss and not just be a loss, a loss to a team with 20 wins in the Orlando Magic. And I think that's the scariest thing about this Warriors team. They need everybody basically clicking every single game to make it happen. Now, we and it seems so far away when when the Warriors beat the Suns and, and Steph didn't have a great game or even just a little bit ago when Clay went off and, and Poole went off and I believe Steph only attempted eight shots but that's not going to get it done every single day and the teams that you're beating and doing these things against a lot of those teams are not going to be in the playoffs right now we're looking at teams that the Warriors have not necessarily struggled against because you know they're they're playoff caliber teams I'm not saying that it's okay or not okay to lose to them but that's who you're going to have to lace up your boots boots against every single day when it comes to the playoffs and If I'm being completely honest with you, I just don't know that I've seen enough from the Warriors besides the beginning of the season to sit there and say, if you're making me say, oh, yeah, they're going to win these 16 games against whoever it is, whether it's the the Grizzlies, then the Suns, or maybe the Mavericks, and then eventually you got to go and play the Bucks, the 76ers. I don't know how anybody can necessarily feel – confidence saying that they they are going to be able to get that done and if your answer is well look we still haven't been at full strength I agree with you but that still for me makes me feel like I can't count it I can't I can't count it if I've never seen it so we don't know what it looks like in dropping James Wiseman or whoever back in to the to the the lineup right in time for playoffs as if there's not going to be any transition period, that scares me as well. That 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 scares me as well. So 888-957-9570, doing our best here, Warriors Rap, to be a little bit more positive than you, you may think after a game like this. But at the end of the day, there's no good way to spin this. There's no good way to spin this. What they have not been able to do even when even when – Steph isn't playing. It's it can get scary. It can get it can get scary. So let's hear from Steve Kerr on what the team needs to do better, including competitive desire. 
we got to stop fouling three-point shooters. Um, that's killed us the last two games. You take away the fouls on the three-point shooters, and in my opinion, we win both games. Um, we got to take care of the ball. We can't get illegal screens. We had a couple of just awful illegal screens where we're completely out of position, and we know we're out of position. If that's the case, don't set a screen. Mental mistakes. You know, be sharp on our switches. Be sharp uh, defensively. The ball's on the ground. We got to go get the. You know, there's got to be a level of discipline, um, of, of accountability, of competitive desire. And I know these are great guys. I love the love these guys in the locker room. Awesome guys, and I know they want to win. Uh, but we have to learn how to win. And uh, right now, we don't know how to win. I don't know about you, but that's probably. The the I guess you can hear in Steve Kerr's voice how how upset he is. And we know that they have lost games that they had no business losing in the past. But you can hear he is going through every single three, every single thing. When he's talking about moving screens, when you're fed up with the moving screens, the Warriors have had these moving screen issues since this whole regime started. So now you're getting to the point where what we're seeing is they are unable to, I guess, make up for these things that they are doing or that they have typically done. I, I feel like the game doesn't – I used to have a joke. The game doesn't start until you see a Kevon Looney moving screen. That, that, that's how it was, and it didn't really matter because they're the Warriors and they're going to figure it out. It is, it is scary hours a little bit because that gear that they've been able to hit in the past, they haven't necessarily hit it past – past the 9-0 stretch without Draymond, and past, obviously, the 18-2 start. Let's hear from Vince and Sam Bruno. He wants to talk about Draymond and Clay. Yeah, uh, shout-out to my buddy Nels for the free tickets. Uh, the Warriors get a chase, but Clay has just been fouling too many people from the three-point line, and it's tough to win games when you're giving people free throws. Uh, I love Clay. I'm glad he's sticking with us, but, uh, you know, it, maybe he needs more time. Yeah. I, look, I, I think that, again, the beginning of the season when we're, we we had our, I believe, realistic expectations, but everything everything starts going really well for the Warriors, and Clay comes back, and he's dunking, and he's doing all this stuff, and now how quick we are to forget about that was one thing about Clay. We understood that offensively, hey, the shot's going to be there, and, and he's not really the guy that boogies and, and, and will cross you over. Not that he can't do it, but that's not really what he does, right? He's going he's gonna to set up. He's going to shoot. He's got one of the quickest releases in the history of the game. But defensively, how do those injuries affect you defensively? And maybe he's fouling at the three because he doesn't want to get beat to the, to, to the cup, be, beat on the baseline. Maybe that's why we're seeing some of this. He's getting a little aggressive too early. He's still working back. He's still working back, but the Warriors, they switch everything, right? Or they switch most of the time. And they're, and I talked about this. This is going to be something that the Warriors are going to have to deal with because they're going to continue to put Clay into action. Right, everybody was so happy with Clay coming back. It's a great story, but once you get on the court and, and it's money time, hey, well, let's see what Clay can still do defensively. Let, let's see if he can still guard the best, you know, normally the best guard on the other team. Which so Steph doesn't have to do that. Let's see if he can do those things. Now, I believe Andrew Wiggins should be able to help a little bit more there, and I and I think he he does. But again, they switch a lot. But nobody is going to help the Warriors out here. Everybody understands that Clay is coming back. And, and it's very similar to, you know, people say the same thing in football. Well, 
we're not necessarily trying to hurt him, but let, let, let's see let's see how that shoulder feels, right? And, and you can't do the same thing in basketball in that way. But it's, hey, let's get Clay into action and let's see what he can do, right? Let, let's see. Let's see. And right now, he's been fouling a little bit. He's been shooting a, 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 a lot, which we understand he's trying to get his rhythm back and things like that. Some of these clay shots, they go up and you're thinking, what are you doing? And then it goes in and you don't care. But again, this is a make or miss league. And when you're missing more than you're making by, by a large margin, that's a problem for, for the Warriors and, and everybody involved in that organization. But he's still coming back. He's still coming back, and we understand that too. The, the question is, is he going to come on back again or is he going to arrive in time for the playoffs, right? That, that, that's really the question. 5-1-0, so we can move on and weather the storm ahead of the playoffs. Garbage man, Super Mario. I believe that, I believe that they can get there, right? I believe that they can get there, but again, we still haven't necessarily we literally haven't seen it as far as we haven't seen we haven't seen this whole team as a whole and now i'm realizing both of the texts came in 510 hey you're right alan this is this is the garbage super mario again hey you're right alan and you're doing a great job well thanks for that we need to find positives but after a game like that you got to let us vent and get out the negative I- i'll let you i'll let you get it out i'll let you get it out i thought i was being too negative, right? But I understand everything that you're saying. The problem is we need to figure out what these new expectations are because you can live with this, in my opinion. You can live with some bad losses like this if you sit there and say, well, I probably think that they're going to be out in the second round anyway, right? I don't, I don't necessarily know what they're going, what they're going to do, right? But if you're sitting there and you're saying, I expect them to win a championship, then no, you can't just sit there. You can't just sit there and, and, and act like this is okay. And nobody, nobody thinks that it's okay. But how many times, and I know as Warriors fans, you're tired of hearing this stuff. Even though Steve Kerr does sound you know, a little bit more upset than he typically does, we've heard this stuff before. So what are they going to do to figure it out in time for the playoffs because the, the the days of I remember the good old days where you know I think Steph didn't even have to play one of the first playoff series because they had Kevin Durant and oh we can just bring him back whenever that's not the world that the Warriors are living in right now it's, it's just not what it is and I think everybody has to be able to understand that and whatever you do with that next maybe tame your expectations a bit or you believe hey we get everybody back. We still got a shot. I believe in what Draymond said. Two, three seed, four seed, whatever. We can get there. We can get there. 5-3-0. Warriors are not beating the Mavs, T-Wolves, or Denver in the first round. I Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Now, again, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, what Warriors team is going to show up? That's, that's really, that's really the, the question here. So, 415 is chiming in, and this brings up a good point. Hey, Alan, are the Warriors still considering resting some players tomorrow night? Hopefully not after that loss. Sleepless in SF. Thank you for that, Sleepless. So the last I heard or the last I saw on social media was that there had not been a decision made yet. That, that's the last that I heard that I believe if the Warriors came out and won this game, then yes, you probably rest some people. It's, it's a big deal whether you do or not. We know they're going to have multiple – 
they don't, they're not done with back-to-backs after this, right? So are you just going to mail in every back-to-back? I, I don't think you can do that, and I don't think they will, but which one do you choose, right? You have to pick and choose your spots at this point. If Steve Kerr is sitting there thinking, I mean, Miami is pretty tough. Okay, Jordan Poole, 40 minutes tonight. We know he's a young buck, but there's a lot on his plate right now. With, with Steph out, what do you do there? So we got a couple minutes before, before the break. We got Mike from SF. Warriors were sloppy. Mike, talk to me. Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, inexcusable loss. As bad as they played, you still had a 14-point lead against one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, no excuse. I don't care who's not playing is out to not put that game away. You're playing an Orlando team who's basically playing for the number one pick and who's uh, abominable. And you had them down and out, and you let them get into it. And really, it's basically Jordan Poole, everybody's standing around waiting for him to get things cloned. Clay has really got to get – I know he's still working himself back, but at this point, they really need him. And the X factor is Wiggins, man. He's just he's, – he's back to the old uh, Minnesota – Minnesota version of himself where he's just completely gone in that. I don't know if that first half all-star was a fluke, but right now since Clay got back, he's been pretty much non-existent and they need him at this point because we know Draymond is great. He is, he's not an offensive weapon and, and really scored nine points against an awful team like Orlando. It doesn't get any easier than this. I, I thought maybe they can get maybe three wins, but I think that's shooting too high at this point with the way they're going right now. Maybe hopefully they can win the Washington game because I'm looking at the next couple of games, man. Uh, good luck trying to beat Miami, the top team in the East. Atlanta is, I know, competing for a playoff seed. And I think outside of Washington, you're not beating Memphis. Washington maybe probably the only game. But I need the offense to get going early. And Clay really and Wiggins got to be those two guys because Poole really is the only option we got going now. So uh, if they don't be careful here at this stretch here with Curry out, they could slide down to the five seed. So this is far from over right now. I'm just hoping they can somehow – put together a couple wins and beat the teams they can beat because we know they're going to struggle to beat the elite teams. And even right now against the bad teams like San Antonio, they, they gave that game away. So no lead is safe with this team. I just hope Kirk can just rally these guys and get them locked in and focused and hopefully they can get a string a couple wins and at worst fall to four seed because if they fall to five, they're in major trouble. We can't just rely on Curry to be healthy and come back. So thanks for the time. Thanks for the call, Mike. I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. You need Wiggins to be what he was, right? And and there was a lot of that ball washing with Jordan Poole, and that's why he has 26 points, but it doesn't necessarily feel like it in that way because everybody was waiting for him to do everything. You You need contributions from everyone. You need them from everyone. But this has been the Warriors wrap up with Alan Stiles filling in for Matt Kolsky. I will be back, though. We got Kolsky and company, and I am filling in for Matt Kolsky there. So if you're listening, do not change that dial. 95.7 The Game. We'll be back soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.